Today is Sunday, November 19th, 2023, and this... The asphalt weaving its way through iconic landmarks, the Venetian, the Bellagio, and now the brand new Sphere. Is 500 by Midnight, the original Las Vegas podcast, show number 897. Hello, everybody. This is Tim. And this is Michelle. How was your pre-podcast muffin? It was delicious. Glad to hear it. It'll sustain me for the next three and a half hours. This is going to be a long one. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, yeah. We're going to recap the Formula One race turn we got, by turn. <laughs> that would be a lot. We will talk about that in a moment. But first, I want to remind everyone, this podcast is listener supported by our amazing patrons. They are fantastic people and we appreciate them. Mm-hmm. They include these folks who have been supporting the podcast for a while. Scott, a.k.a. Vegas Pirate, Robert Cavanaugh II, Jeremy Scarich, David Kahn, Eric, no less name given, and Scott Willis. Thank you to these and all of our patrons. We appreciate your support. Yes, we do. If you would like to be a patron, visit patreon.com slash 500 for all the details. We throw some bonus content your way as our way of saying thank you, and we do appreciate all of your support of the show. All right, of course, we have to start the show talking about the Formula One race because we've been talking about it constantly for months, and it finally happened last night. We watched some of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been an eventful weekend. It started out, well, they had a, they had an opening ceremony thing. I watched that. It was a 30-minute grand grand opening opening ceremony thing mm-hmm. you didn't see that but i watched a little bit of that well i watched it in like triple speed online uh-huh. they had a bunch of musicians play different like they had all these like s- platform stages did donny osmond sing the national anthem i didn't catch that part i didn't i know that he was supposed to be doing something but they had um yeah i don't remember all the bands that played and they had like blue man group did a thing and it was it, it was, was a lot of standing around and waving, right? Uh, at the end, they had the they had the um, drivers stand on the platform and wave, which was a little weird, but you know it was fine. It was thirty minutes, which was good because a lot of times this type that type of thing is really that, drawn out. Oh, thirty yeah. minutes was a good amount. They kept the pacing going, and then they had the first night of practice runs that did not go well. No, it did not. That did not go well at all. The um, first practice run ended after eight minutes because a drain cover failed, damaged a couple of the cars. They had to shut it down, repair the track. And then the second practice run that night ended up starting super late, like two 30 AM or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they ended up booting all of the fans out of the stands beforehand for yep. various reasons. And they had been waiting for like four or five hours. Yeah. That didn't necessarily go over so well. And there was a half-hearted non-apology from Formula One that came out. Uh-huh. 
that was like, well, sorry, we've, but we're still not refunding your I money. I didn't even say I'm sorry. It was like, well, we've all been to sporting events that have been rained out. Yeah, you know what happens? You get your money back or you get to go to a makeup game. Yep. But anyway, they um, offered some of the people, those who just had passes for the for Thursday Thursday practice run, a $200 gift shop voucher. Which will buy you two hats. You'll be able to commemorate the miserable experience you had. Um, yeah, that is about right. Probably two hats. I'm sure the cheapest thing there is about 70 bucks. <sighs> so that was not necessarily handled well. There is already a class action lawsuit <laughs> over that because America... Um, and nobody tops Las Vegas ambulance chasing attorneys. Oh. Nobody, nobody. I was hoping Glenn Lerner was involved. It's not a Glenn not. Lerner. It's some other, a uh, couple other law firms. But yeah, if there's if there's uh, money to be had in a class action, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's already billboards up promoting this. So oh yeah, yeah. There, yeah. It's a crazy place for uh, that type of attorney. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that they'll do just fine. We'll see if it ends up going anywhere. Uh, so then, forget about that. First day didn't go well. A lot of people unhappy. Blah blah blah. Yep. Move on to the second day, and they had another practice run as well as qualifiers, and that came off just fine. Mm-hmm. So things went well. People were happy. Seemed to be enjoying it. They redeemed themselves in time for the race, and we watched. Um, we watched. Some of the race, mm-hmm. the beginning and the end. Yep. Um, what was your overall impression? Not being a Formula One fan, it was way. I found it way more fascinating than I thought I would. Yeah, it's an interesting sport. I'm yeah. not like no. I'm certainly not I like into the it either. Strategy like the tires. Are you going to use hard, medium, or soft tires? Mm-hmm. And these are the advantages and disadvantages. And then the weather. Like I like. They did they mention think they 40 did, degrees is cold, but it does have an effect on the tires. They did mention that the track was very slippery, presumably because it was rubbed down with ham, as mm-hmm. we mentioned last week on the podcast. Um, yeah, I found it enjoyable. Yeah. And uh, I like that um, you can, like, through the app, you can ride along with a certain driver. Sure. And hear the some of the smack talk that goes on. I don't know if it's smack talk. Well, there might be. But anyway, yeah. it was. Um, it was entertaining. the uh, The TV coverage began with uh, Jared. Oh God, that was hilarious. Jared Leto taking a break from his weird sex cult and uh, allegedly and uh, and somberly reading the lyrics of "Viva Las Vegas." It was weird. It was like a poetry recital of "Viva Las Vegas." Yeah, awkward. I'm surprised you didn't find that and use that as the opening clip. Uh, that's there's there's still it's plenty still of chance. time for that to show up on the podcast, but yeah, yeah, he. He always lends a sense of um, downerism to (laughs) Debbie Downer (laughs) to the proceedings. Yep. So um, keeping an eye on reports online, um, there were a lot of reports that the city in general was not busy overall. Um, If you weren't there for the race, race, you know, not, not a lot of other people relative to a normal weekend. Yeah. I wonder if it's kind of like EDM where like people are sleeping during the day. I think there's some of that. Yeah. Yeah. But I know there were reports of like some of the restaurants were not doing well and overall just not, not nearly as many people around as there would be. But Mm -hmm. you have to think for months and months, hotel rooms were very expensive for this weekend. You know, they, they certainly dropped recently, but not necessarily enough to, 
draw people in who wouldn't, you know, who, who had looked earlier and said, Oh, forget it. I'm not going to pay that much for a hotel room. So they kind of drove away anybody who wasn't there for the race. Right. Um, and I'm sure, I know there were some people who were there, there, but as far as general numbers, um, so it'll, it remains to be seen, uh, whether or not this is a success, the organizers, the resorts right now, they're going to, they will proclaim publicly regardless of what happened. This was a very successful mm-hmm. event. They're, they will, if, if it wasn't financially, they're not going to say that. We might get some hints when the major resorts have their next financial calls in a couple months. Um, if, if they ended up taking a financial hit, that will show up in one form or another. Uh, or they may hint at it without directly saying. They may say, well, it, you know, it's the first year. We knew that it was going to be a growth year, and we expect next year to be much better. Mm-hmm. There might be comments like that that would suggest maybe it didn't do as well. We'll see. Time will tell. That's the big question. They have a three-year contractual commitment. I want to mention that again because I keep seeing that 10-year number thrown around. 10-year is a hypothetical and it's not contracted yet. Yeah. So, um, yes, three-year is the contractual commitment. Mm -hmm. Beyond that, And then they can renew after that if they want. Yeah, they meaning the... Liberty Media that puts on the Formula One race and then the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Bureau, they're going to have to evaluate it with all the resorts that are members of that and decide, you know, long term, is it more more harm than good? You mm-hmm. know, like Bill Cosby or the Catholic Church. Um, <sighs> or is it a positive thing? Uh, there go half of our, not half. Uh, <laughs> um, it's a joke. Don't email me. Uh, so time will tell whether or not it was a success and will be around long-term. I don't know. They are, however, already accepting deposits for next year. So if you want to get in on the action, F1LasVegasGP.com. The dates are November 21st through the 23rd. Year two is going to be real interesting because they've been promising the disruption would be far less Mm -hmm. noticeable than this year. We're going to find out. Yeah. The timeline for getting rid of all the shit now that's on the strip, they're Starting today, they're going to start dismantling things today, mm-hmm. and most it's of it. It's so weird, like yeah. watching it on TV. Like you see the buildings and stuff, but like that's not the strip that I know. Yeah, it is very different. The I have to say, the course looked really cool. Yeah. It was cool to see the the whole thing lit up, and yep. the strip. You know, it's all about the show. The, mm-hmm. This this race was definitely about the show. <laughs> I loved um the sphere like they would show like oh yeah the face watching the cars go by and i thought that was just a really fun addition mm-hmm. yeah so as much as i'm like oh, the disruptions were a big pain and stuff the over yeah. the actual event itself was pretty cool mm-hmm. again then again we weren't there in person is so. a one yeah i really want I, we do have a couple calls and we from didn't people have to who deal in, with traffic for however many months leading up to the race either yeah yeah. We've got a couple calls later, but anybody who was there, I would love to hear um, your impressions of just the overall experience, the atmosphere on the strip, all that. So please um, let us know how it went. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so we'll see what happens. Um, I'm curious now what Formula One's going to do. I know that they've indicated they're going to use the paddock area as a year-round attraction of mm-hmm. some sort. They haven't really provided a ton of details or when that might happen. So we'll keep an eye on that. I'd be interested in seeing it. Yeah. Um, even though, like I said, very light interest in this sport. Mm-hmm. Um, if that does open, I would definitely be up 
for heading over there and taking a yeah. look at it. So my other favorite thing yes. this week was just seeing like the ways people got around Formula One and oh, oh. trying to prevent people from watching stuff. Yeah, so the the trackside fences had a it had a, a covering, cover, but it was kind of mesh. But it was transparent. You, you could, could see it through, through it, it, but people were also there was there were reports this morning and pictures online of people just took it upon themselves to just to tear it down to pull those down yeah so uh, bravo for ingenuity we'll see if they put up something that's a little more uh that curtainy yeah that achieves their their ultimate goals next year yeah and then they had i saw a video of a bridge where people were just trying to like pause and watch and then security was yelling at them. Like, you cannot watch this and like, like yell, to, getting up in their faces and stuff. I'd like to know if that security has any sort of a th- real authority though, yeah. other than telling people to move along. Right. Like, no, what are they going to do? Yeah. Probably not much. Mm-hmm. I see that you yeah. are wearing a yellow vest. What does that mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing, um, some people were watching it through like the angles on the glass. Yeah, you mentioned that. Like on, at crystals, was it on crystals I think? or something. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, creative. You got to give them credit for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, despite Formula One's efforts, there were ways to view aspects of it. Probably not. You not know, you're not if yeah. you're not elevated. You're you're, right. you're you're gonna see a car go by really fast and yeah. saying, "Well, how great is that?" But uh, eh, that's cool. Anyway, that some people got to. Uh, take advantage of flaws in their plans for blocking everything off mm-hmm. yeah so there you go we'll see what comes of this in the next couple of years we have some related news that's going to make some people very happy i think mm-hmm. um as you may recall there was a lot of controversy over the trees that were removed in front of bellagio a lot of hand wringing over how we could remove this natural beauty from that was sprouting, that was planted uh, in the concrete um, with metal grates around it and how that could be destroyed after all this time. Um, some good news. There was an interview in the Review Journal this week with an MGM executive who discussed this controversy and some plans. And first of all, he said something that nobody would know. Now, this is just total Bullshit. I, well, I don't know that for sure, but mm-hmm. I suspect it may be a little nonsense. Um, supposedly, nobody would know this, but some of those trees were slowly dying mm. because aren't, aren't we, we, are all? we all? Everything is. Everything is a slow march toward death. Come it on. totally is. Uh, apparently, the root balls over time had been damaged by different things. and So he said that they were slowly dying. However, they've been donated to parks. Why would a park want a dying tree? I don't know. So I'm like, what, in, in the form of wood chips? What are we talking here? <laughs> so I, anyway, supposedly those trees are living a happier life on a farm in <laughs> up, upstate New York. Um, they are, however, planning on bringing back trees in the form of boxed trees that can be removed for, you know, big events like this. But And large trees, 25-foot oaks closest to the strip. And then the trees that were removed in the alcoves and closest to the the uh, Bellagio fountains, those have been saved and boxed up allegedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, who's going to know? This isn't the same tree. Yeah. If you carved your name in it, maybe you'll be able to check. Mm-hmm. Uh, supposedly those are coming back. So for everybody who was panicked over the loss of the trees, they're coming back and you can get your panties in a wad over something else. <laughs> 
Isn't there a children's book where called Panties in a Wad? No, I don't think there is. Oh, no, that's not where I was going with that. I'm sorry I even said that because I don't even. That's gross. Anyway, moving along. Isn't there someone who's running around saying, Won't somebody think of the trees? Isn't it like a Dr. Seuss book or something? Yeah, sure. Why not? They could they could do a re-release and have it in front of Bellagio. All right, moving on from Formula One to other things, now that we've put the tree people at rest. Major League Baseball, there might be some trees removed for this project. Major League Baseball has approved relocation of the Oakland A's to Las Vegas. They are planning on playing for one more year <clears throat> in Oakland. I'm sure that'll go well. Followed by three years in a location to be decided. There's been different things thrown around. Minor League Ballpark in Las Vegas, possibly in San Francisco. Conceivably, I suppose they could work out a deal to stay in Oakland, but I don't know if that'll happen. Um, They will then open in Las Vegas at their new stadium, which will be built on the Tropicana land in 2028. So we've got four years to talk about this. And, uh, yeah, it looks like it's happening. If you are a fan of Tropicana... Start planning your your farewell visits, a la the multiple Mirage farewell visits many people have been taking. There's no date yet that has been announced on when things will begin at the Tropicana site. I so, still feel like even though it's been approved, it's up in the air. Yeah, we'll see. And it, we'll, once they knock Tropicana down, that's yeah. when I'm like, yep, this is definitely happening. I don't know. It, partly because Major League Baseball is shifty and the Oakland A's soon-to-be Las Vegas A's ownership is super shifty. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you're stuck with them, Las Vegas. Congratulations, you've got one of the shittiest ownerships in baseball now. And have fun with that. Mm-hmm. It'll go well for a few years, assuming that it happens. Then after that, eh, they'll probably end up selling by then. They'll make their money. Yeah. Moving along to more Vegasy things. Let's get away from sports. Spiegel World which produces a bunch of shows on the Las Vegas Strip, has announced that Opium at Cosmopolitan is closing. It's been around for several years, six years to be exact, just under six years. It is shutting down after its New Year's Eve show. No word yet on what they are planning to do with that entertainment space. The neighboring restaurant they run, Super Frico, is going to remain. I'm wondering what this means for the performances at Super Frico because... Opium performers pop in and do little, you know. If you time it right. Yeah. Well, it might be like when we were there where, oh, where there's, there's there was more. one person doing a thing there's and then an, that was it. You've got an acrobat half-heartedly stretching in the corner and that's mm-hmm. the show. Uh, hopefully it won't res- re- resort to that. But uh, time will tell on what will happen with the pop-up performers. If you want to see that show before it closes at the end of the year and you're going to be there in December. Spiegel World is currently having a ticket sale. You can get tickets for that and some of their other shows. 50 bucks plus fees. The sale ends tonight at midnight. So if you're not listening to this on Sunday, you missed it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You can find that at SpiegelWorld.com slash cyber dash sale. And uh, there you go. Opium. Uh, six years is not a, a horrible run. No. Hopefully they will bring in a new show there and continue to use that entertainment space because I I don't know I like that I think it's a I think it's a good I like that they have the restaurant show combo mm-hmm. thing all in one area I would imagine they'll come up with something Spiegel World is uh, very creative and seems to be pumping out new shows on a regular basis so let's see what they've got all right we've got a quick rumor watch rumor watch. 
It could be true, but it's probably bullshit. While we await additional performers to be announced for the Las Vegas Sphere, mm-hmm. once U2 is done, rumors can rumors have been abounding about different performers. We've mentioned here in the past that Harry Styles is strongly rumored. Uh, Fish has been thrown out there as one that's rumored. And uh, a new one, according to New York Post, they're saying that Beyonce... Yes. I am, I am Beyonce, is in talks for a sphere residency. Please, yes. We'll see. Yes, yes, please. And She'd yes. be a good fit. Oh, God, yeah. I'd be curious to see her... I th- I, I'm okay. So you two, I like you two a lot. Put on a good show. But mm-hmm. if you've seen footage of their sphere thing, it's a very bare bones stage. It's pretty much like just them on stage and and then a bunch of effects. And then you've got all the like, video sometimes stuff. Sometimes the effects are them, but sometimes it's not. But I'd be curious to see a full on huge production with the video. Yeah. Um, stuff. You know, so if you have somebody like Beyonce that she, does a show, yes. it's going to be more than just a bare bone stage, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Although she could certainly do that because when she did her her um, thing at Wynn, that was pretty bare bones. Yeah. But I would imagine for Sphere, she would put on a full production, lots of outfit changes and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would. I'm not a. You have seen Beyonce. I have. I have also seen Beyonce, but only for one song, yes. the Billboard Music Awards. Right. Um, I would go see. I would go see this just based on, I don't. It would be like, I mean, the Renaissance tour was amazing. And just to see that take it to the next level would be mind blowing. There you go. There's your endorsement. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just based on how good of a performer she is, even though I'm not into her music that much, I yeah. would absolutely go. So hopefully that'll happen. I would be up for that. We will uh, be talking about the sphere for a long time. I think mm-hmm. it's a fascinating venue and seeing what they put in there will be. It's- it's such an interesting addition to the skyline, too. It is. I like it. Yeah. It's I like fun. it. Yeah, I, I think so. It, it is like v- Vegas is known for bombast. Mm-hmm. And you look at, they have a castle and a pyramid and all this yeah. stuff. Well, now but, they've got a big orb. Mm-hmm. That, and it can be like, I'm trying to think of the word, like, not not human, but like traits of that with you know like eyes oh yeah they can yeah they can they can give it some personality exactly yeah and yes even though it's you know not real but and it also has advertising and all that Mm -hmm. which fine But they could have a lot of fun with it everything has advertising it's the way of the world yeah yeah so even though i haven't been there i'm a fan of the sphere as an addition to the las vegas skyline as well also it's the easiest way now to tell whether or not tv shows are using stock footage or not true that's not there. I think, in fact, now I'm thinking, I, I think the banner on our Facebook, probably our oh, website too. Needs I've, to be updated. I'm going to have to get some new some new Skyline pic, pictures okay. one of these days. All right. We've got some new restaurant and bar type stuff, food and beverage as it's called. We mentioned recently that Gordon Ramsay was going to be opening a new restaurant at Flamingo and that had not yet been officially announced, but it has now, and we know what it is. It's going to it's it's going to be another Gordon Ramsay burger. The original strip location is at Planet Hollywood that will remain open, but they're opening a second one at Flamingo. Hmm. So running out of ideas there, Gordo. What the hell? Let's do the rundown. We've got uh, Gordon Ramsay Shout Factory. That's uh, <laughs> no, that's just a uh, pasta place, I think. We've got the uh, fish, chips, and 
British patriotism, uh, hot. Mm-hmm. That's there at the link. We've got uh, Gordon Ramsay's Fun Time Bistro. Gordon, Gordon Ramsay's Fun Dungeon. See, that would have been a. It's not in a dungeon. It's, otherwise, that would have that would have been perfect for Flamingo. Mm-hmm. And we've got uh, Gordon Ramsay's Big Chunk of Meat at Paris. And it's, there's a couple others too. So that's opening next summer. And if you're a big fan and don't want to go all the way to, down to Planet Hollywood for a burger, we've been there a couple times, right like right after it opened. Yep. Decent burger. Yeah, good. Good yep. fries. Yep. Yeah. You're gonna, as good as with any celebrity chef thing, you're going to yep. pay a premium because mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, got a name on it that you recognize, but yep. it was decent food. Yeah. I remember when the steakhouse at Paris was like, our go-to for a little while. Like, if we have something important, we're going to go here. Yeah, the quality was really good when it first opened. Yeah. And now I'm like, that isn't it's not even, even on the list. Five. No, yeah. not even on the list anymore. But that's, that happens as new stuff comes in mm-hmm. and quality changes and, yeah. Yeah. That's the way of the world. Again, one of the reasons we love Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Always new stuff, always something better coming along. All right. Another longtime Las Vegas strip venue is also adding a second location. 1923 Prohibition Bar, which has been set up at Mandalay Bay for many years. We've never been there. No, we have not. Been around for a long time now. And they are adding another location at Grand Canal Shops, according to What's Now Vegas. It will be a hidden speakeasy, accessible only by elevator, because, it, you know, what else because, are you going to do? yeah. But within this hidden speakeasy, they're also going to have a hidden room. Mm-hmm. This is not unheard of now because you look at the underground at the Mob Museum, they have a hidden room in that speakeasy. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a speakeasy within a speakeasy in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hidden room is going to have a magic show, which has an as yet unannounced headliner. It's going to be called Mysteries of the Hidden Chamber. And I said to you earlier today, sounds like butt stuff. It kind of does, and based on that, you don't want to be a volunteer from the audience for no, this. No, Because they're going to, you know, They're like, going to, like, pull a scarf somewhere. <laughs> yes. Bend over while I pull the world's longest scarf out of your butthole. That sounds horrible. Uh, and don't get me started on the rabbit. We're going to pull a rabbit out of your butt. I don't want to go to the mysteries of the hidden chamber. That sounds horrible. Pete is going to get involved. It's oh, gonna it's going to be, be a whole thing. Yeah. We are so immature. All right. Moving along. Park MGM has opened the Chef Truck. It is a food truck just off the casino floor. We mentioned this a while ago. It's from Roy Choi, who does Best Friend at Park MGM. The hours are 11 to 11 during the week and 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. The menu includes a Cubano sandwich. It's a lot of sandwiches. 15 bucks. Chicken and turkey sandwich for seventeen, grilled cheese sandwich for twelve. There's a burrito for fifteen, a pork bowl for sixteen. So you kind of get an idea of the price point. Um, I would give this a shot if I wanted a a quick meal and I was in the Park MGM area. Yep. So if anybody tries that, let us know what you think. Would love to hear about it. Speaking of pork, that's a good segue. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about pork a lot on this show. We have. Downtown at the D, Bacon Nation recently began promoting seasonal hours. Um, So I'm wondering if this is temporary? eh, I hope so. Otherwise, it does not bode well. 
They have significantly reduced their hours to Thursday through Monday, 7 a.m. to 2 p.m., so just breakfast and lunch. They're closed entirely on Tuesday and Wednesday. You may recall when it originally opened, uh, they weren't fully open around the clock, but they had the kitchen open around the clock, so it was 24 hours for, they had some sort of food service. You could do takeout um, at least 24 hours, and now they're down to five days a week for two meals, so... Yeah. hope it survives i do too it's a good place yeah and they need something like that at, at the d they i do. think um, yeah yeah it's good to have it there mm-hmm. so i hope they i hope it's just it, that it truly is just a seasonal thing and then a couple months i would think with super bowl and march madness they would do well i would hope i would hope that they return to uh longer hours and mm-hmm. every day time will tell All right, a while back on the show, we mentioned that there were some permits that had been pulled for Treasure Island indicating some sort of a bowling, golf, and arcade venue was on the way. There's now a new filing that I have to think is probably related to that. It doesn't refer to bowling, golf, or arcade. However, it says pool hall restroom remodel, and I don't believe they have a pool hall currently at Treasure Island. So I'm guessing that would be part of this whole entertainment complex that has yet to be announced. Unless they're putting a pool hall in one of the restrooms, which would be weird. That would be uh, like a pool hall speakeasy. Speakeasy restroom. You have to go yeah. into stall number three and suddenly you're in a, like a just a classic pool hall. Yeah, you don't want to go into stall number two though. Stall number two is a mess. Don't go in there. Stall number one, eh, you might be surprised what you find. But stall number three is the magic because you go in there, you shoot a little stick, have some cigarettes. Uh, there's going to be some George Thorogood bad to the bone plan. Mm-hmm. This is what I have in my mind as a pool hall based on... 80s movies. Based on the one that I went to occasionally when I was like a sophomore in high school. <laughs> yeah, so we're still awaiting an announcement on this officially, but it looks like uh, there will be somewhere to play pool and perhaps some sort of other entertainment stuff of that nature. Coming to Treasure Island. Finally, the When We Were Young Festival is returning. We've talked about this one a lot. It's kind of the emo era rock fest that they've had uh, the last couple of years. October 9th is the first date. It sold out quickly and they announced a second day with the same lineup on October 20th. Those so tickets go on sale. The 9th, it's the 19th. 19th and 20th of October. Uh, the October 20th show goes on sale on Tuesday. They're doing something a little different this year in that most of the bands that they've announced, not all of them, but most of them are performing an entire album top to bottom. That's a, that's kind of novel. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So some of the bands that have been announced include My Chemical Romance and Fall Out Boy. They're Those, just going to be doing their version of We Didn't Start the Fire for an Hour. Fall Out Boy? Yeah. Ugh. They are doing a full album. My, I, or wait, no, maybe they're not. One of them is doing a full album, one's not. I think My Chemical Romance is doing a full album. So yes, Fall Out Boy could be doing their new version of We Didn't Start the Fire, which is horrible. Worse than the original, if that's possible. It is. Uh, Yeah, they've proven it is. Um, It's not even sequential. No. Yeah. It's completely puzzling. Yeah. I, I couldn't hate it more. I will never... I listened to it part of it once and was like, nope. I just had to out of morbid curiosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, A Day to Remember... Jimmy Eat World, Dashboard Confessional, Pierce the Veil, Simple Plan, Coheed and Cambria, Newfound Glory, dozens of others. I don't think the lineup is as strong as it was this year, but still a pretty good lineup. Whoever's putting these festivals on knows what they're doing in terms of booking. 
If you are interested in that, it's whenweweryoungfestival.com for all the details. These things typically sell out. They could possibly add a second weekend, which has been done in the past with some of these festivals. So that is happening next year. And that is at the festival grounds across from Sahara. So there you go. That's what's happening these days on the Las Vegas Strip. We have a bunch of phone calls. I always ask you, out of politeness, would you like to hear from our listeners this week? Sure. You would. Okay, I'm glad to hear that. Let's start it out with a long time listener. I had a muffin. I'm sustained. Oh, I'm, good. I'm ready to carry on. The muffin is going to carry you through. Mm-hmm. It's banana chocolate chip from Trader Joe's. Yes. Delicious. I, I'm not a, well, no, I would like, I would probably like that because I like banana bread. Yeah. Yeah. It's like banana bread with chocolate chips right. in it in muffin form. It's wonderful. Maybe I'll try one sometime. Yep. All right, let's start it off with this longtime listener who we haven't heard from in a while. Hi, Tim and Michelle. It's Greg from New York. Um, I'm currently drunk dialing from Seventh and Carson. Highly recommend for brunch. I am going to read off the mimosa flavors. Orange, peach, mango, watermelon, raspberry, strawberry, prickly pear, blackberry, grapefruit, passion fruit, cranberry, pomegranate, pineapple, blood orange. So good, such good food, fantastic service, such a great deal. And and Jess is the best waitress on the history of the world. That doesn't make sense. Anyway, I'll call back later with more Vegas goodness, but I love you guys. Uh, thank you so much. Bye. All right, great All right, to hear from you. you. Seventh and Carson is really good. We I know, we haven't been there in a while. There. Yeah. We're either like staying on the opposite end of downtown when it's super hot and we don't want to walk all the way down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just forget yeah. about it. Yeah. Out of sight, good. out of mind sometimes, but yeah, that's a good option. And as yeah. you hear, they have a wide variety of mimosas. They do. All right. We'll hear more from Greg later. Next up, sir. Tim, Michelle, this is Dan from St. Louis. I've never called. Welcome. But I'm intoxicated, which I know you don't frown upon. Nope. I've been listening for Seven years, which is too long to go without actually calling in. That's just too long. Finally got the courage because I'm up 525 by midnight. All right. And I'm having a great time. The reason I'm calling is because I went to Virgin because I'm staying at a timeshare for the first time and didn't realize that Virgin actually was some somewhat fun. Who knew? I thought it was going to be like a funeral home, but it was actually pretty fun. Anyway, I'm here with friends for a 40th birthday at BravoCon, which Michelle can explain to Tim what that is. I know what it Um, is. For us (laughs) gays and women that are here for that event. Um, So I'm excited to finally say hello to you and thank you for all that you do because... You are my weekend accompaniment for my part-time job, and I appreciate all that you do. Shout out to Max. I'm sure I could offer something better if I wasn't tipsy. So thank you for everything, and love you guys. And um, hope everyone enjoys Vegas. And uh, that's it for now. All right. Thank you for your call. Appreciate it. Yes. Thank you for the drunken fun and glad you enjoy the podcast. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the report. Virgin was actually. I know. Signs of life. Yeah. The 
new, the relatively new CEO from Virgin uh, had said before Formula One something to the effect of, "This is going to be our like our re coming out party." It's like, yeah, if you need one of those, things aren't going well. No, <laughs> yeah, grand reopening. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so, the uh, yes, I'm aware of what BravoCon is. Mm-hmm. So you know, festival for fans of uh, Real Housewives and Andy Cohen and all that crap that I don't watch on Bravo. I don't really watch it either. Were you aware that there's a BravoCon and that it was in Las Vegas this year? No. See, I'm on See? top of it. I was I was <laughs> well aware well of it. You're more informed than I am. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. Hope you had a good time. Yeah, my TV watching. I just I don't know. I'm out of the loop now. Are you? Although I do follow a lot of the stuff online, so like what? No, re- I mean I just see random mentions of oh, things. Oh, okay. I don't like read recaps or like yeah. Okay, all right, that's probably for the best. There's a lot of garbage on, mostly on Bravo. Yeah, I'm kidding. But it does sound like a fun time. I'm sure you had a great time. I'm glad that uh, obviously from his the state when he called, yes. he was having fun. Thank Yay. you for calling, Dan. Appreciate it. All right, moving along. A500 Ben from Ohio. Hello, uh, Conan with a trip report from October 24th through the 27th. We had a friend with us on his first trip to Vegas. He stayed at the Horseshoe, and I went and checked out his room. The room was large. It was clean, and I'm not sure when they renovated him last, but I was surprised at how up-to-date it seemed. My wife and I were at Paris. First time we'd ever stayed there. We had a tower view room. Very nice, very clean. We will stay there again for sure. Um, the tower view room was the only way we could see a fountain show at Bellagio because fuck Formula One. Uh, went to Monami Gabi a couple times. Uh, only thing I want to say about that, because everybody knows it's great, is the Andouille Benedict is a little spicier than regular Andouille from the grocery store. But the second time we went, um, I would ordered the Andouille the first time. The second time I ordered regular Benedict, but I got one of each in my order. I don't know if that was an accident in the kitchen or if I got somebody else's plate, but I will be ordering it that way from now on, or at least try to. Um, with the hash house, it was hash house. Don't mean that in a negative way. It's just everybody knows what hash house is. There was a quote-unquote peaceful protest in front of Paris by the Culinary Union. I had thought that they were starting their strike. I knew they had approved one. Um, the way that jacked up traffic, I really hope those folks get a deal soon because tourists, uh, most tourists, I think, would support the unions. But they also don't want to deal with that inconvenience. I know it's kind of you got to take the good with the bad, but uh, is what it is. Downtown, we went to uh, downtown on Wednesday night. It was kind of a blur thanks to my friend and yours, alcohol. Uh, we went to 8 East. Wife and I had uh, food comps, and we don't gamble a whole lot at Derek's properties, and we had some pretty generous comps. That will probably entice us to play more at his properties to see what better comps we can get. Um, 8 East was great as usual. Uh, on Thursday night, we went to Bugsy and Myers at the Flamingo. My wife and I had been there two or three times before. We really enjoyed that place. The food is really good. The quality of the meal and the casual atmosphere is a really good combination for us, and it brings the whole class of the Flamingo up a step or two, we think. Um, there was six in our party. I had three on my bill and three entrees, three sides, and a bottle of wine, and it was four fifty before tip. But anyway, just wanted to call in with a trip report. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Later, y'all. All right. Thanks for the call. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that the rooms at, at Flamingo and Paris were, were are, are being well-maintained. Um, horseshoe. What did I say? You said flamingo. What the fuck? What is with my brain today? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, people will look back at this and go, oh, yeah, he definitely had early signs. Uh, fl- uh, oh, fucking horseshoe mm-hmm. and Well, Paris. when he said horseshoe, it took me a minute. I'm like, Bin-? no. <laughs> um, fl- I had flamingo on the brain because he was talking about Bugsy and Myers, yeah. and I'm happy to hear that 
that he's enjoying that place. Yes. That that's been um getting pretty decent reviews from listeners since it opened a couple yep. years ago. And Which I'm happy for to a hear that. A flamingo? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So hooray, hooray for Yay. that. Yeah. And now Caesars couple... just needs to send some uh a, the cleaning staff down into their casino to do a little, little specifically Planet Hollywood, which mm-hmm. always has grimy carpeting when we're there. Yeah. Some maintenance. Yeah. Yeah. And the culinary union settled. Yep, that well got settled. So Formula One. They had all the leverage. Hooray. Glad hey. that happened. All right. Next up. Hello, Tim and Michelle. Hello. This is Joe from Salt Lake City. Hello, Joe. Where recreational cannabis is not legal. And I'm calling you from Las Vegas. There it is. So Welcome. right now I'm having one of those immersive experiences that you guys are always talking about. He's high. I'm speaking from my palace premium room in Caesars. Now, from the way you two bag on the old girl, I was prepared for a room that was road hard and put away wet. But except for one of the carpet panels being a bit chewed up along one end, I have no zero complaints about the room or what I'm paying for it. Jacuzzi tub for the win. If Tim is willing to do one of those second try segments, we can get to hear the do it again song he plays. You step right up and you do it again. Can you play that anyway as a request? Unless Michelle hates that clip like she hates the White Tiger New Year's clip. We don't do requests. In any case, staying here has been a bucket list item for me for at least 20 years. Now I won't have to die wondering. Actually, I do have a complaint about the room. Namely, it uses a key that the hotel wasn't able to provide me with without requiring me to stand on three separate lines, probably 40 minutes altogether. Something about these self-service kiosks being down. Maybe a lingering problem from the hack. (laughs) Funny but true. As I'm finally carrying off my key in triumph, the PA starts playing Can't Stand Losing You by the police. Can you see the problem? No. Last half of the song is, I can't, I can't, I can't stand losing. I can't, I can't, I can't stand losing. Now, there had to be at least one gambler on the floor who, at that particular moment, that really rubbed the wrong way. I think that's the end of his call. Okay. Yeah, so that reminds me of, for a while, every time we were gambling, it seemed like we heard, so you had a bad day. Yes. Similar thing. You don't want to hear a downer of a song. No. Telling you how shitty things are going. No. You know on your own. You don't need, a, need the music to remind you. I'm glad that Caesars is keeping up their rooms as well. Yeah. I feel like we rag on Caesars as a company, not yes. necessarily the Caesars property. I like Caesars Palace. So there you go. Yeah. Of their of their uh, properties on the Strip, that is... Uh, is that the one I like the most? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's a low bar. <laughs> it is. All right. Moving along to our next caller. Hey, hey. Michelle. This is Michael from Austin. Hello. Uh, just got back from uh, just a short kind of a sports book uh, tour to, to uh, Vegas. Stayed at Vidara, which I've never stayed at before. Actually, it's quite nice. I know they don't have a casino there, but the uh, air-conditioned umbilical hallway to uh, Cosmo was open, and it was... Uh, just a short walk, maybe five minutes from Vidara to Cosmo. Uh, not as short to Bellagio, but um, still super convenient. Um, let's see. 
F1, it's the weekend before F1, they should change the name of F1 to FU because, really, that's what it's doing to everybody. What an absolute cluster. I mean, I talked to bartenders and, and Uber drivers and everybody, and the whole city is just bottlenecked and locked up, and nobody likes it. I just can't believe that that for three days they're absolutely screwing up every aspect of Las Vegas. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. F1, F U. Um, let's see. Went to the uh, Westgate Sportsbook. I'm not a sports betting guy, but I went with a bunch of friends that are. Really impressive. That place is huge. Uh, we got a, a private booth. It was a little pricey. It was, I think, $1,800 for six or seven people, but it was all you could drink all day, all you could eat all day. You split that six or seven ways, and it wasn't wasn't bad. It was comfortable, good service. It was a lot of fun. Uh, went to T-Bones at Red Rock um, for dinner. Uh, thumbs down. Sorry, T-Bones. Uh, was about a three-hour meal. Uh, service wasn't very good. Um, we got water, we got hors d'oeuvres, we got drinks, and then they just disappeared. Uh, I ordered a halibut with 60 bucks. Literally, a piece of halibut the size of my fist uh, on a plate with nothing else. Um, it was weird because it had like 80s music pumped into this nice uh, dining facility, and it was just odd. So, anyway, don't bother. There's many, many uh, great places to eat. Um, then we went and saw Mystere uh, at Treasure Island. I've seen it many times, but years and years ago. Spot on. It's still fantastic. So, anyway, uh, I'll wrap up. Thank you. Love all you do, and uh, continue doing the good work, and uh, F1, F you. Thanks, folks. <laughs> Matt. All right, thanks for the how, call. How does he feel about F1? I'm not sure. He's a little vague on that. Thank you for the call. Thank you for the report. Yeah, Westgate yep. Sportsbook, that, that's a very impressive room. Mm -hmm. So definitely worth checking out if you are a Sportsbook fan. Yep. I always think of Sportsbook Tom. Yep. It's one of his favorite places. I believe he refers to that as the mothership, doesn't he? Yeah. Yep. All right. Next up. Hey, Tim and Michelle. This is OD from Milwaukee. Just got back from Vegas after about a week-long uh, conference at the Horseshoe, formerly known as Valleys. Not a lot has changed between uh, <laughs> the Valleys and the Horseshoe. Maybe a couple of uh, shops downstairs. We checked out the uh, Speakeasy. That's kind of fun. You do have to make reservations if there's four or more people. Uh, the drinks were really expensive, but yeah, it was a fun experience. Did go to Gordon Ramsay's steak at Paris, a little underwhelmed. The steak was overdone, but the potato puree was amazing. Best mashed potatoes I've ever had. And also went over to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville, RIP Jimmy. And it seems like his restaurant's kind of going that way too, unfortunately. Every place pretty much on the strip was an hour to two hour wait. And we got right in at Jimmy Buffett's, so it wasn't very crowded at all. So hopefully that chain won't go down with Jimmy. But thanks again. Thanks for all you guys do. Keep on podcasting. All right. <laughs> we shall. And thank you for calling. Appreciate it. Keep on listening. All right. Next up, we've got a lot of calls this week. Have you noticed? I have. Yeah. Getting all caught up. All right. All right. Here we go. Hey, Tim and Michelle. Hey. 
This is uh, Alan from Salt Lake City uh, with another trip report. Uh, we were there um, over last weekend and just got back Wednesday night, so I thought I'd call in and uh, do a quick report for you. Um, so our, our timeshare is on Harmon Avenue, which is really just right across the street from uh, the new F1 pit area. So everything was blocked off. We usually, you know, maybe a quarter mile uh, to Ellis Island, and we usually walk down there for breakfast or whatever. But this trip, uh, it was completely blocked off. We couldn't even get there. And, uh, you know, to address the, the big F1 elephant in the room, uh, it was a mess. Traffic was a nightmare, um, and this thing hasn't even started yet. I timed it, and we had to Uber to Ellis because we wanted to go there for breakfast. Uh, it took us 48 minutes uh, when it's just over a quarter mile to get there. So absolutely ridiculous there. But, you know, what do you do? Um, what else? Uh, we went over and, and uh, had steak at Peter Luger uh, on Saturday night at Caesars. Uh, it was fantastic. It was, it was delicious. The service was impeccable. Great food, great atmosphere. I've never been to the New York uh, location, and I hear that they were cash only. Luckily, here at Caesars, it was uh, they they accepted cards, so that was great. Uh, we also ate at Batista's. Um, love it or hate it, um, you know we love it. It's it's just always been a thing for us as we go over there. Um, we do miss the accordion player Jordy. Sounds like he passed away a little while ago, um, so we do miss him and, and miss his music as he came around and played played for us, but. Um, great dinner there. Uh, and then a quick report on the sphere. We went there um, uh, Saturday afternoon. We saw a postcard from Earth. I mean, unbelievable. The sound, uh, the screen, the visuals, I mean, just incredible. If, if you haven't seen it, you've got to see it. Anybody that wants to see it, you absolutely get tickets. It's, it's something like you've never seen. The amount of speakers in there, the direction of the sound, there's wind blowing in your hair at, at certain points, and just the massiveness of the screen is just incredible. It's just absolutely breathtaking. Uh, other than that, you know, we got uh, we got a bunch of quads. We tried to go through uh, every number, two, three, four, five, six. We, we got all the way to just uh, three numbers left. Unfortunately, didn't get it, uh, but I got a couple uh, straight flushes as well. Uh, and then we hit all of our normal uh, dive bar places. So fun trip otherwise. But, yeah, appreciate what you do and keep doing And you got cut off three-minute mark. Thank you for the Thank call. You. Appreciate yeah. the reviews. Glad you had a good time at Postcard from Earth. Can't wait to see that. And, uh, yeah, I think that might – was that our first Peter Luger review? I think so. I think so. Thank you for that as Thank well. You, glad, yeah. that it, glad that it went well. Sorry about the long-weighted traffic. Better than being in a cab, though, if you're in an Uber, at least you knew what you were paying up front. Right. The Uber driver's like, yeah, this one was a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, question. Yes. So You have how, a smirk on your face. Am I going to not like this? How do you feel about table-side musicians? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't need that. <laughs> at least with guac, you're getting something at the end. Well, the musicians, at least you're seeing. I No, I think I'd take... Well, you take musicians over table side food in concept, in concept, but it's, it's still like, oh great! Now I have to, now I'm obligated to applaud whether or not I like this or not. It's interrupting my conversation. 
uh, no, I don't, I don't need table side entertainment unless it's something, no, not like strolling musician kind of stuff. Yeah. If you're there, if it's a place like, uh, Mayfair or yeah. Delilah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's, di- that's a little different, but For sure. strolling musicians coming in and singing to you. Mm-hmm. Eh. I feel like there's probably going to be a little dose of wackiness along with it too. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, by table side, I mean the ones that go from table to table, no. not just and having then, a musician tip, in the I room. don't know that I've ever experienced that. Do you have to tip them, those people? I don't know. I didn't ask for this. Why am I tipping you? <laughs> I'll tip you to go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give you 20 bucks to never play that song again. All right, let's hear from Greg again. Hi, Sam and Michelle. It's Greg from New York. Um, I think I did a drum file regarding sure Kevin Carson, which is really good. Um, there are really good mimosas, uh, really good. So, um, I was there for four nights. The big ticket item was Kylie Minogue. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about that. So Voltaire, lots of issues with ticketing beforehand. It took us an hour to get into the thing. They're very, very dramatic. It's like fine in terms of getting in there. The performance venue itself is fantastic. It is so beautiful inside. The sound was great. Our drink service was a little slow, but we got what we needed, which was a bottle and a half of Belvedere to get past our spend minimum. Um, the pre-show is like six acts of your Cirque sort of variety, but a little, you know, well, I mean, Cirque of Queer, so there you go. But like a little queer, a little sexy, there's strong men, there's random dancing, but I, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, so that was a good pre-show. Kylie Minogue was fantastic. Um, if I'm a casual fan, um, and she was really dynamic, really good voice. Um, the staging was good. The light show was good. Um, and she, you know, actually went into the audience and, and really was interested. So a great experience. Also, there's a post show with Jelly Bean Benitez. If you know your Madonna or DJ world, sure um, he spins for like another hour or so oh, afterwards. Wow. And we actually just kind of hung out for a little bit. So all in all, a great experience. We also went to U2. Um, we bought tickets like maybe like a half hour into the show um, that were really cheap. So we got to go to see the sphere. That was, you know, as everyone has said, amazing. But if you're not a huge U2 fan, but you want the sphere experience and want to see them, try to wait until the last minute and get something. Um, that's maybe my recommendation for that. Um, otherwise, I have a minute left. So I'm just going to say we had good breakfast experiences at places that are pretty pedestrian, including Carlos and Charlie's Cafe Americano at Paris and uh, the Bellagio Buffet, which I hadn't been to in a long time, which but actually is pretty good. Um, we had lovely drinks at Petrosian, which I had never been to at Bellagio. We stayed at Bellagio in Cromwell. Um, but, um, and Bellagio was great. Cromwell was, was fun to stay at. I don't know that I have to do it again, but I really enjoy staying there and drinking there. I love the interlude bar. So you can tell that we did a lot of drinking. I actually gambled and won. Um, so that was really cool for a change. So I, I'll thank the Karma donation for that. And of course, thank you guys for being so fantastic and so much fun to listen to. So, uh, hope you're well and, uh, yeah. Thanks. Bye. Awesome. Thank you. Appreciate the call. It's right. good to hear from you. Now, if Kylie wants to perform at my table, uh-huh. I have no problem with that. Oh, that's a whole you different s- thing. Girl, you stay as long as you want. She's fine. <laughs> yeah, she can She can stay. Great report. Appreciate that. Yes. 
enjoyed hearing about Voltaire because we haven't really had any reports on that either. Um, Yeah, I'm hoping that that, at some point I'm hoping that there's somebody who I really want to see there, Mm -hmm. although tickets Tickets are hard to come by and super expensive, so eh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, Yeah, Vegas has so many good live music venues now. I know. Just tons of of different sizes. It's wonderful for music fans. Mm Mm-hmm. Glad you got to experience that. Yes. Thank you so much for your calls. Yep. Next up, Joe again. Joe from Salt Lake City. Final call before heading home. For dinner last night, I had the carbonara at Buddy V's in the Venetian. It was okay. I think I oversold myself on that place. It was a cheesecake factory quality carbonara, which is... Okay. Here's the cake boss. Lounging at the canal shops ahead of time, very enjoyable. Why? Seating. Let your customers sit the fuck down. They'll spend more time there. Also, a shout-out to the horseshoe for making a comfortable seating area while waiting for Uber pickups. Getting packed this morning, the local news is about the tentative settlement of the culinary union worker strike which reminded me of the Starbucks I had in the Caesars food court after dinner last night. I don't think it's called Snackus Maximus anymore, but I wish it was. Mo- uh, Snackus Maximus is live and well. It's the pool. It's by the pool. Yep. yep. Pretty slow, and the beverage was okay. But I watched all the employees throughout the hotels and restaurants while I was here. And these people are all working shifts that I'm sure they'll be a little sore at the end of. And without them, this place wouldn't be here for us. So be patient with the employees. Even if you're having an objectively bad experience, they're probably trying. And even if it's their fault, maybe you screwed up on your job once. Mm. And in two years, is it going to matter how good the latte was? Is it going to matter in two days? Be patient with the employees. We need people being nice to each other more than ever. So thank you, Tim and Michelle, for keeping Vegas alive in our hearts while we're away. You're welcome. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that. And the reminder to be nice to each other. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with that. How is our Snackus Maximus? Surprisingly quiet. Hooray. Hooray for peaceful Max. Mm-hmm. All right. A couple more calls. These are both from people who are in town for Formula One. Hi, this is Michelle calling from F1 to give you an update. Um Crowds are not as bad as we thought they would be. It was actually easier to get around. Um, we made it from Resorts World to Mirage in about 10 minutes in an Uber. It was not hard. We only waited five minutes for the Uber. Um, F1 doesn't seem as crowded, but there are crowds here. It is only Saturday, so um, have not had the race yet. But um, it's been a lot of fun, and I think this is going to be a fun event to come to. I think the prices will even out, um, but would highly recommend if you're an F1 fan coming out next year and doing it. Um, the locals don't seem to be as disturbed by it now, um, but it is fun to drive on the track when it's open during the day, so um, not as bad. So um, enjoy. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. All right, thanks for the call, Michelle. Appreciate that. Good to hear from hear about your experience. We've got one more. Hey, Tim and Michelle, this is Matt from OKC. Uh, landed in uh, Vegas this morning, uh, F1 Saturday. Airport was uh, was not too busy. Uh, Uber and Lyft rideshare 
pretty normal, actually not very busy at all, about $25 to get downtown, uh, staying at the downtown Grand for three nights. I stayed there once before, uh, staying in their new tower. I think their new tower is fine, could be a little bit cleaner. I can say that about most rooms downtown. Uh, seems kind of cheaply built, though. Seems like a cheap kind of apartment more than a than a hotel tower. Uh, but overall, uh, good. Uh, wife and I ate breakfast at uh, Freedom Beach this morning. Overall, good experience. Um, and I would just say, being downtown uh, this Saturday on F1 Saturday, it is uh, it's definitely not a ghost town, but it is not a normal Saturday whatsoever. We are at uh, Golden Gate right now, and they have – multiple, multiple tables open with nobody there, um, and it's about 6 o'clock at night. So, uh, anyway, we'll call back uh, with further review. All right. Thanks for that call. Appreciate your report. Would love to hear more about how your weekend went. Thank you to all of our callers. Appreciate all of your reviews and observations. If you would like to join them, please call our voicemail line, 702-866-9494. We love to hear from our listeners. All right, before we get out of here, we have a few karma donations that came in via PayPal this week, starting with Matt and Beth. Quick weekend trip for Formula One on Saturday, staying at Downtown Grand. We'll, oh, that's probably Matt that we just yeah, heard from. Yeah. I bet it was. Um, hopefully missed the craziness of the race. Plan on Vic and Anthony's, Bingo at Plaza, Sigma Derby at the D, and Dollar Blackjack at Downtown Grand. Yeah. Hope I think your entire staying weekend. staying downtown well, is the play during Yeah, I think Formula you're right. Because... If you're not interested in the race, I think that would be a good move. Noted. All right. Uh, Thanks a lot to Matt and Beth. Smokey Joe said, please, baby Jesus, make the dice hot. Much love. (laughs) I hope the dice were hot for you. Good luck to you. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Strickland said, heading to Vegas for Thanksgiving weekend. I'll let you know how much F1 stuff is still up. And if I hit the second Royal I've been chasing for two years, good luck to you on both fronts. Bryn, donating for a Thanksgiving week trip featuring basically what you'd expect, football, gambling, and turkey. Hey, that's what the whole weekend's about, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, staying at MGM Grand, hopefully keeping out of the post-F1 chaos. Happy Thanksgiving. Back at you. Thank too. you very much, Bryn. And finally, longtime listener and supporter of the show, Carl and Indy, also heading out Thanksgiving morning for five nights at Cosmo. He said, after all, nothing says Thanksgiving more than a gluttonous buffet lunch at Wicked Spoon, followed by hours of bar top gambling and cocktails. That sounds like a wonderful day. It does. Plans include postcard from Earth, Chino Poblano, Zuma, and a bunch of other favorites at Cosmo with his cousin. He also thanked me belatedly for coming out of retirement on Twitter for uh, Labor Day uh, shaming of people. So that that was kind of my, I've I've deleted most of my Twitter um, profile now, so you can't go back and look at them. Not that they were worth going back and looking at, but um, that was kind of my adios to, to Twitter. Uh, I think. I mean, I'm still there lightly. Same. But I've. I mean, I've, I was never there heavily. But I've curtailed. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you very much to Carl and all of our Karma donators. We do appreciate you. Thanks for supporting the show. Our website, as always, is 500bymidnight.com. If you have dear Tim and Michelle questions, send them our way at 500gmail.com. And again, the voicemail line, 702-866-9494. We'd love to hear from you. As always, thank you for listening. We will be back soon with another show. Bye. Bye. Bye.